0: You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Oh, my. Let's get to the NCAA Campus Report, which, has always, brought to you by College Hockey, Inc. If you are a player or you have one in your family that is exploring all your options, you need to know what you have to do to maintain your NCAA eligibility, College Hockey, Inc., great place to start. We'll also uh, answer a lot of the questions you might have, and uh, there's lots of links you can uh, get in touch with the fine folks at College Hockey, Inc., and they'll handle all your questions as well. Well, let's get to the hockey talk, and uh, Big Ten conference play hasn't started yet, but uh, looking like a promising season for a number of teams, and uh, one of the guys who covers the conference closely is Nate Wells, who uh, writes for The Athletic. Uh, Nate, welcome back to the show. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. It's great to be back, e. Thank you.
0: Well, uh, let's get to uh, the outlook for this coming season in Big Ten. Right now in the uh, national polls, I, I believe there are four teams in the top 20, uh, the number of the top-ranked team out of the Big Ten is, is Notre Dame. Uh, and surprisingly, like the Golden Gophers, the Wolverines, not ranked, and in, in Minis- uh, Michigan State, rather, uh, also not ranked. But uh, are you surprised at the rankings right now?
1: I'm not really. It's a, it's a group of teams that, for the most part, they all kind of have, they're all close to one another, but they all kind of have maybe one or two questions where if they play well, you wouldn't be too surprised to see them succeed and be a top five top 10 team but at this point of the season it's kind of hard to put them up to that level maybe being a top five team with the exception of uh, Notre Dame Uh, Minnesota brings in a lot of newcomers Uh, I think maybe Michigan might be a little bit underrated just because on paper they finished sixth uh, and lose Quinn Hughes and lose Josh Norris but uh, they were kind of I wouldn't really put them as a sixth place team um, and then pretty much you have uh, some other teams that are thought of uh, a little higher.
0: All right, well, let's take a closer look at uh, each team, and uh, we'll start with Notre Dame as they are the top-ranked club. Uh, what makes them the best team, or at least on paper, uh, arguably the best team in this, uh, in this conference? What stands out when you look at that roster?
1: Well, the fact that they bring back uh, Kale Morris. Uh, they didn't even have him this past weekend uh, in their opener against uh, Air Force. Uh, but anytime you can bring back a, uh, Mike Richter award winning goalie,
0: yeah.
1: uh, especially for a senior season, uh, you're going to be very happy. They also bring back Cam Morrison, uh, second round pick of the Colorado Avalanche, uh, they have Cal Burke, um, and just, they're kind of a sneaky good team. Uh, the flashiest part of the Fighting Irish are their gold helmets, uh, on the ice. They are very defensive oriented, um, in the past three seasons. They made two frozen fours national championship game last year they were one game short of the frozen four so these kind of had the consistency uh going for them that uh some of the other teams in the big 10 have not and for me that makes it pretty easy to put them at least right now as kind of that top team uh just because they don't really have that extra question or two to uh answer
0: well, and you know they're very well coached with uh, Jeff Jackson uh, behind the bench. Uh, you, you do point out how defensively solid they are, and that raises the question, if do they have enough offensive punch uh, to get them back to maybe a frozen four and, and potentially even more?
1: Yeah, that might be, if there if, if there is for sure one question, it's, it is the offense. You lose uh, Dylan Momquist. Um, you don't have maybe that one or two outstanding offensive players. Um, you do bring in uh Trevor Janickey who I the Vancouver Canucks draft pick um as a freshman, but yeah, compared to some of the uh especially compared to other teams in the Big Ten, they don't have that one or two big offensive forward punch.
0: All right, and I guess the next ranked team uh, out of the Big Ten is Penn State right now as they're uh slotted in at uh number nine but this is a team, uh, judging by opening weekend, uh, they're going to be able to uh, score some goals. I think their, uh, their top line uh, has some of the top, the scores in the entire country. Uh, and, uh, the, the Nittany Lions could be a, uh, a contender to not just win this conference, but they could be a threat this year.
1: They, they are kind of in a way, a dark horse, a national title contender. Uh, for my money, they are the most entertaining team in college hockey. If you get an opportunity to watch them, uh, on TV, I highly recommend it. Uh, last year, they were by far the best offense in college hockey. Um, they bring back six players who had 14 or more goals. That doesn't even include um, uh, Arne Talvati last year, who captained Finland to the World Juniors. He got hurt. Um, so just they are chock full of offense. They will put up bowls and bunches. They shoot from everywhere and have the players to do that. And on paper, that sounds amazing. The big question is defense last year. They were 56 of 60 teams on defense. Um, and they will score a lot, but they'll give up a lot. Um, uh, this past weekend, the, uh, they nearly, uh, saw a four nothing lead against sacred heart, uh, go away. Uh, so it's entertaining on that end. Uh, if they can figure out defense, get kind of some really good to so get, get the goaltending from Peyton Jones, you've seen it sometime. Uh, these certainly are a scary team to play against. Uh, so it's it's a fun team to watch.
0: Uh, do they have the goaltending? Uh, Peyton Jones is a is a good goaltender, uh, and he is back as a senior this year. He's got that size that NHL teams like, and I'm sure he's on the watch list for a lot of NHL clubs uh, when it comes to uh, college free agents at the end of the year. But um, if if they're going to be a team that gives up a lot of shots, they might have to win a lot of games, you know, five four or something. But Peyton Jones could be a difference maker in net if. If he's up to it, uh, what do you think?
1: That for me is, I think the key is going to be can you, you've seen some times where Peyton Jones has been that goalie where he's been able to win some games. Uh, He's been able to stop teams. Uh, He kind of did that uh, a couple years ago when Penn State made the NCAA tournament Um, and seems to kind of find his groove towards the end of the season. And they made the uh, Big Ten championship last year um, and were just the first team outside the NCAA. Uh, we haven't seen it throughout an entire season and that's kind of the big difference. Uh, Penn State is certainly very happy to win games 5-4, 8-5, but we've also seen them lose 4-1 third period leads. So it's certainly a mixed bag and that is kind of for me why I think Penn State is like that just underneath that, that, uh, that top level where it wouldn't be surprised to see them do really well and kind of be a national title contender. But you're kind of waiting to see just if Payne Jones at the defense can kinda of gel and uh kinda of stop some of these counters and just stop uh some of these multi goal comebacks.
0: Does Penn State have the top uh offensive line in the in the country?
1: I'd say so. It's it's not even just the top line, it's just the offense in general where they're just they're able to punt up uh they're able to put up points, they're able to punt up shots. Um and just it's they're they're tough they're tough to uh stop. You bring back uh Alex lamoges who was tied for uh the most points in college hockey last season uh Evan Barrett returned um Nate Susie's put up six, uh seven points uh, uh last weekend yeah. and uh still wasn't a big ten uh three stars of the week which should kind of just say how how potent that offense is
0: yeah lamoges Barrett and folks uh, that the folks that that top line uh, yeah three hundred million folks hundred and thirty five points combined uh, between the three of them last year that's that's a lot of punch
1: it, it certainly is yeah uh you know you know it's tough when you're not even when you're not even mentioning players and like <laughs> you could probably lead other teams
0: all right let's go from uh, from Penn State to, to Ohio State uh, they uh, th- did they win the, uh, the the icebreaker this year
1: uh they did yes uh, the the tied uh they, they tied and then won to uh, Western Michigan and won the uh, won the shootout and then they beat RIT. so that's right.
0: That's right. Now there are there are definitely some returning players from from uh, the Buckeyes lineup as well that uh, makes them a quality team and one to watch for.
1: There are, yep, they have uh, Tanner Lasinski returned. Uh we lose a few they lose several kind of players that have uh kind of come up from uh the last four years. Uh, Mason Yopes is gone. Uh, Dakota Joshua, these are all players who turned pro, Mm -hmm. but you still bring back uh, just they still have a good offense Uh, Tommy is getting his opportunity and goal uh, after splitting uh, last season with Sean Romeo and really I think probably the biggest question is just kind of uh, for them is if they can kind of just continue their role Uh, the last four years, they've just gotten better and better Um, and the last year, they, they won the the Big Ten regular season, which is the in the program uh, they hadn't won a regular season title since the seventies.
0: Well, that's going to be a team to watch for. I, and I don't know if they have, maybe they don't have the star power outside of uh, Luszinski, but they're you're going to have to uh, have a an honest effort every night if you're going to beat that team. That's they're going to make you earn it. Put it that way, fair to say.
1: They do, and they make they make a good uh, counter to uh, the the Penn State, the Wisconsin, and the Michigans of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. uh we're just uh Steve rollick just has them playing really well they make their they're tough to play against night in night out um where some of the other teams are a little bit more offensive um happy they can score but they also they, i think Ohio State might be one of the most well-rounded ones uh they're not going to score like they're they're going to score but they're not going to put up Penn State numbers uh they're going to be able to stop you and shut you down they I don't know if they're going to put up uh the Notre Dame defense numbers, but it all comes together. Um, and it did certainly for Ohio State for the first uh, four and a half months last season before uh, just kind of stumbling down the stretch.
0: Nate Wells uh, writes for The Athletic and uh, is in the backyard of uh, the University of Minnesota uh, covering the Golden Gophers, but the Big Ten as, uh, as a whole. He's my guest here on the Pipeline Show in the NCAA, NCAA Campus Report. Uh, let's go to the Wisconsin Badgers. And I know there's a lot of excitement, a lot of interest in, in this uh, program this year because of their recruit, uh, their uh, freshman class, uh, certainly dotted with uh, star power, Cole Caulfield, Alex Turcutt, uh, as well as uh, Dylan Holloway. Uh, so there's lots of offense here. I know that every time Cole Caulfield gets a goal, it's, uh, it seems like there's a counter that goes up um, because everybody's wondering how many he's going to get. He's got four already after two games. Tell me about this team, and and even though they're young, I mean, you go back a couple of years ago, Duluth was apparently too young young to win that year, and they've won two in a row with that team. Can Wisconsin be a, a team that uh, makes it hard for for other clubs?
1: I, I love I love that uh, the recruiting class where you have the fifth overall pick is kind of the
0: uh, yeah
1: the the, the afterthought, it's, which kind of speaks to how well this uh, this freshman class is thought of and has certainly played. Um, it's. It's, it's a team that this, this, this should be the year Wisconsin puts everything together. Uh, they haven't made the NCAA tournament uh, since Tony Granato took over. Uh, they've come close. Uh, and the certainly, I mean, we just talked about two guys who were uh, first round picks, someone who looks to be a first round pick uh, next year. And then they have on uh defense they have uh, a Miller who was the first round picked a couple years ago mm-hmm. for, for me they certainly have the offense they certainly uh, I was watching the, uh, the BC Wisconsin game on Friday uh, they certainly't moved the puck around they certainly the power play is dangerous it's gonna be uh, they bring back a lot of players who other than Matt other than UMass last year their underclassmen scored more goals than any other team so they have that plus the freshman class uh, I'm just kind of curious to see if with them, and it's early, so there's certainly plenty of time to improve. Uh, if they can come into that Duluth of two years ago of the UMass of last year, if they can get that defense, then get the goaltending um, in the same way. Um, it really makes, uh, at least right now, it makes that Wisconsin-Penn State matchup in a few weeks on Halloween. It could be really interesting if both teams are trying to score 8, 9, 11
0: goals. You get a sense that this could be a a one and done for a few players like Caulfield and Turcotte, and, and might be the last year for K. Andre Miller as well. That uh, if the, if they're if the Badgers are going to make some uh, noise, they got to do it this year.
1: I and mean, this would be the good year. I, they, they do have several. Uh, they, they do have some good recruiting. This is kind of this feels a year where where it is, is for sure is Tony Grano's team. Um, and they have to kind of set up those recruiting classes down the line, but. I think for a few of these players, yeah, it certainly seems like this is their opportunity. Um, this, this, this one is set up and like there's, there, there's, there's a lot of noise people. I, I honestly don't think you can say that Wisconsin's a dark horse pick just because enough people kind of feel that highly of them. Right. But, uh, it, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's really, it's going to be interesting to watch just because they have the offense. They're able to score and it's, can you get that defense and can you get the goaltending, uh, to kind of stop them, especially with just a lot of teams in the Big Ten that have that offense and can score on you. All
0: right, let's go to Michigan with the Wolverines, and uh, outside of the top twenty right now, but seems like on paper they they might be a team that that will fi- work their way onto the the uh, the top twenty ranking at some point this year. Uh, what do you see when you look at the Wolverines?
1: Yeah, it's funny we're just talking about uh, first round picks uh, with the Wisconsin, and the same thing is true of Michigan. They have uh, Cam York. Uh, coming in, and uh, John Beach are uh, two first-round picks. Um, we we'll lose a couple with uh, Hughes and Norris. But it's kind of just yeah a bit of the same where you're trying to figure out exactly what is what is going on with, with the Wolverines. Uh, I They, they made a Frozen for two seasons ago. They technically finished in sixth place last year. Um, they, they, they had a point at the end of the game, the Big Ten, the middle of the Big Ten, was so close where... Uh, if, if Michigan scored an overtime goal, they would have finished third. If Wisconsin finished, uh, scored one, which they did, they finished six. So it was that close. Um, but it's the, it's a lot of teams, a lot of moving parts. I think kind of in a similar spot of what a lot of teams have been discussing. Uh, it's Ken was, uh, sorry, Ken Michigan get that goaltending. Um, Strauss Mann kind of looks like he's taking over that, uh, that, that job. Uh, he's gotten opportunities, um, and, I I do like who uh, Mel Pearson has brought in with this Wolverine team, but, yeah, I think it just kind of, again, goes back to all those questions.
0: Only two goals in their first two games um, to to start the season. Um, That surprises me a bit. I I actually thought this Wolverines team would have a bit more offensive punch. Very early, small sample size, all of that stuff, but is that a concern for this club?
1: Uh, I I mean, it's it's one weekend, so it's a little tough, and Clarkson is is a fantastic, like, defense team They yeah, bring in right. uh their 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 goaltender, uh they, they lost uh jake Kylie, but they bring in uh they brought in a, a graduate transfer goalie who was one of the top ones in Atlanta hockey last year so uh it, it it's one of those i kind of want to wait and see i think there's a lot of potential for uh goal scorers but uh it, it's certainly uh I, I i'm kind of curious to see just yeah how they, how they adjust and how they're able to kind of take advantage. That's kind of, I feel like, a bit of the MO of uh, Michigan last year where on paper you thought maybe they get a little bit more offense uh, than actually happened. Um, but, I mean, you still have Will Lockwood back. Uh, you still have uh, both past job brothers. So there certainly are players who can, uh, who can score. Now the question is, uh, like, will they?
0: All right, let's stay in the state and look at the Spartans. And uh, I, I, I think a lot of people had them as maybe the bottom team. In the Big Ten, is that fair? They've got four drafted players uh, uh, on the roster right now. Uh, what What are your expectations for Michigan State this year?
1: Yeah, it's it, it's tough to uh, kind of put them near the near the bottom, um, there, um, just because uh, for a team that has played so, had, they're a team that can certainly take wins away, um, and it's tough to put them near to the bottom. But someone has to be near the be the bottom, and I mean, it's a team that. Uh, they had one line that everyone knew you had to try to stop last year and, uh, Patrick Kudorenko, Taro Hirose, and, uh, Mitch Lewandowski. Uh, they had about, uh, half of the goals last year and it's tough to stop them and you lose, uh, Taro Hirose and that, uh, group. You're, you're someone's going to be near the bottom. I think, uh, they, 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 put, uh, freshman, uh, Nicholas Mueller in there in the, uh, opening series. So they now have the KLM line. But I think for them, it's kind of uh, – they certainly have some pieces, and you certainly saw it towards the end of last season. Uh, some of the freshmen that uh, Dan Cole had coming in, they are now sophomores, were certainly taking steps forward. If, um, but I think kind of just compared to some of the other teams in the Big Ten, it's uh, Michigan State may not have that depth.
0: All right uh, Nate Wells uh, writes for the athletic and uh, covers the uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers uh, very closely. Uh, let's finish off with the, that team uh, in your backyard and what your expectations uh, of the Gophers are this year uh, when it comes to uh, drafted players boy, they, they their roster is bursting with uh, guys that have NHL ties.
1: they are and they bring they bring in uh, two players picked in the uh, the top 40 uh, two defensemen uh, in uh, Ryan Johnson and Jackson Lacombe. Uh, 12 new, 12 new players, or yeah, 12 new players. Uh, it, it's an interesting team just because it's Bob Mosco's second year, but it's certainly, it's a group that he's had a hand in uh, bringing in or recruiting uh, one way or another for a lot of them. Uh, you have, they have to replace every single goalie. Uh, they have, uh, Michigan transfer, uh, Jack LaFontaine and Jared Moe. They both split against Colorado College. Um, But one thing uh, But they also lose a lot of high-end players It's it's still kind of, it's a very young team I believe they're the youngest in college hockey by age Uh, But They certainly have a lot of talent You kind of saw that a bit uh, last weekend In their opener where uh, They were starting some skills Some passes were able to connect But they're also kind of making some mistakes That you would see from a young team
0: Well, 14 guys who are uh, on the roster Who are drafted already That tells me there's a lot of talent there As you point out it's it's a young squad. What are your expectations for where they can finish this year? You know, if they make the national tournament, is that a successful year, or would are they capable of more than just that?
1: Uh I I would say that making the national tournament returning would be a successful year. I mean, it's it's Minnesota. The expectations are always extremely high. Right. Uh, it's a group where you wanna where rebuild is not really uh, part of the uh, lexicon. <laughs> Um, and it, it's kind of an interesting thing where Minnesota last year uh, under uh, Moscow's first year, they kind of, they were inconsistent for a good portion of the season. They were beating some really good teams. They lost to two of the five worst. And then they clicked down the stretch and they went uh, seven and one. I think they beat three different NCAA teams uh, before losing overtime to Notre Dame. So now it's, is it, uh, they lose a lot of players from that. So it's, do you continue building from there? Do they take a step back? Um, the, the, the questions, they, they, probably have a couple more questions than the, uh, Wisconsin and Penn State, Ohio states of the world, which, uh, they're picked fifth for a reason. But if they get answered and if they can figure things out, I, I do think having Ryan Johnson and Jackson Lacombe helps with, uh, solving one issue Minnesota has missed the last couple of years and having just a puck moving defenseman that can help, uh, create offense from the blue line. Right. And if they can solve them, I think it's, I don't think, uh, NCAA tournament would be out of uh realm of possibility.
0: Excellent. Well, it's going to make for an exciting year, uh, not just for the uh, Golden Gophers, but uh, for all of uh, Big Ten hockey. Nate, I really appreciate your time. I look forward to having you on again.
1: Thanks, yeah. I love, I love uh, talking uh, college hockey with you.
0: Well, the pleasure is mine, Nate, as we uh, take a look at the Big Ten conference. And, uh, boy, so much attention being paid on Wisconsin and specifically on Cole Caulfield. And I laughed when Nate said, you know, it's funny uh, – uh, and uh, how much attention he's getting when you've got the number five overall pick, and Alex Turcott, also a freshman on that same team, not to mention Dylan Holloway, who's expected to be a, a first-round pick uh, this coming June in 2020. But uh, definitely a lot of eyes on Cole Caulfield and his ability to score, and will that translate to, to the collegiate level, let alone to the NHL level with the Montreal Canadiens? Uh, only time will tell on that. But now we get a chance to watch uh, Caulfield at the college level, and uh, we'll see. We'll get the answers to those questions this year. I think Penn State's going to be a fun team to watch uh, this year. Again, another high-flying, highly offensive uh, uh, roster. Some question marks defensively and and uh, potentially in net, although I like Peyton Jones. And I think uh, Michigan is better than uh, they've shown uh, so far and maybe better than they're getting uh, touted in, the, in terms of the, the preseason polls and things like that. Uh, but Notre Dame the number one ranked team right now in Big Ten. You let me know uh, what you think of the uh, Big Ten preview and uh, who you're picking to come out of the conference. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at TPS underscore Guy. Just one more segment to go on the show. We're going to turn on the 2020 draft spotlight and chat with another player who is uh, will be taken this June in the uh, draft. My guest this week comes from the USHL. His name is Carson Bantle. Just so happens to be leading the USHL in scoring, so perfect time to get him on. Get to know Carson next, here on the Pipeline Show.
1: Hey, this is Brock Bester from the Waterloo Blackhawks.
0: Hey, it's Kyle Connor from the Youngstown fans. I'm Mr. from the View of Flying Saints.
1: Hi, it's Ellie Holman from Sioux City Musketeers. Hi, this is Ryan Patone,
0: former player with the Lincoln
1: Stars. This is Cooper Marodi from the Sioux Falls Stampede. Blake McLaughlin from the Chicago Steel.
0: Hey, this is Sam Gagne, formerly the Sioux City Musketeers of the USHL. Hey, I'm Wade Allison from the Tri-City Storm.
1: Hi, this is Tom Gilbert, former Chicago Steel player. Jack Curry from the Waterloo Blackhawks. It's Casey Middlestaff from the Green
0: Bay Gamblers, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show
1: no time for mistakes cause it's away. even
0: though it might be easier I won't give in now is-
1: From the organization that brought you Mark Messier Matt Benning and Ian Mitchell Spruce Grove Saints Junior A hockey is officially back for the 2019-2020 season with all the action taking place at the Grant Fear Arena in Spruce Grove. With tickets starting at just $15 per person, AJHL Hockey provides some quality
0: entertainment. For more information, visit www.sprucegrovesaints.ca.